Hey, Fifth Line, Mike Todd here, in arena host for your Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Subjectively Speaking Podcast. And now, here's Jeremy Paul and Laura Norman. What is up, everyone, and welcome into another edition of Subjectively Speaking on the Hockey Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. My name is Jeremy. And I'm Laura. And Laura, we need to make a pact for next year. Okay. We, I don't care about the listeners at this point. Like for us, for you and I, we cannot record game or episodes on nights where the Jackets have had a game because nothing is more defeating when you're amping yourself up to go and record a podcast with your best friend about the thing that you love the most in this life. And then the Blue Jackets get beat 8-1, and you're like, well, fuck. <laughs> that was, was going to be fun. <laughs> that was going to be a good time. I was really looking forward to that. And then all of a sudden, they're like, but you know what would be better? <laughs> if we sent you into like an utter spiral about this hockey team and what it means to watch it before you have to record your podcast. That sounds like a better idea. And Laura, they've done this to us so many times this year that it's almost unbelievable and it almost feels intentional yeah it's almost i mean i think if you looked at it based on how few wins they've had i would say most of the episodes that we've recorded on game nights have been losses you shouldn't have said that because now your statistical ass is gonna try yeah my adhd ass just got really hyper fixated on the fact that you said that now obviously we have not all, like we've had a few weeks where our recording schedule has been thrown off, but I'm going to take a look at the Blue Jackets record on Monday and Thursday this year, and mm-hmm. uh, I'll get back to you. But well, uh, do you want to ask me how I am first? So I was literally going to say, <laughs> I was literally about to say, I think the best way to do this is for me to ask you my favorite question to ask you, which is Laura, taking into account that the Blue Jackets just lost eight to one, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm you don't actually good. have to take that into account. You don't have to take that into account, but pretty good is good. Yeah. Um, I think the last time we spoke, which was three days ago, I was preparing uh, for facilitating a four and a half hour long training. And now three days later, I've done it twice. Um, and both times were good. And I got good feedback, but I know that I was like a jumbly mess the whole time. But I'm still, I survived both of them. I have one more left next week. And, you know, we're just in a new job. You're just tearing off those new bandages basically every single day. But, you know, I got good feedback. I got some really good people that are excited to be part of this board that I coordinate. So that's exciting. I just baked some like really beautiful cookies. Um, and I know we've talked about it before. What? I said it's been a minute. You said you like have felt like you're like not baking a lot right now. It has. I actually don't really remember. The last time I baked was probably for my coworkers. And that's been at least a few weeks ago. I really don't remember the last time I baked anything, but I know that we've talked about this before, 
that I struggle. The one of the things that I struggle with is baking a traditional chocolate chip cookie. I cannot uh, do yeah. it for the life of me. Um, I've tried a million recipes. They never turn out the way I want them to. Um, but I can successfully bake an oatmeal chocolate chip cookie because these are beautiful. They really um, are gorgeous. Listeners, if you want, because we don't really have positive hockey things to talk about, I can post pictures of them on our social media so that you can see them too, because they are beautiful. Um, but I get I got to bake them because one of our favorite humans in the entire world is blowing into Columbus for like a hot second. And we get to see her, the lovely Miss Pashi, who I haven't seen in person in like almost two years. Obviously we talk very regularly, but hasn't physically been in her presence for like two years. And I'm so excited because we didn't think we were going to get to see her until we went to Texas for her wedding. So this is so exciting. I love her so much. I'm literally going to catch a speeding ticket coming down there tomorrow to try to get there before she has to leave. I'm not convinced it's going to happen for me, but I'm trying so hard. I'm like flooring it. We will try. It's going to be give her an extra big hug for me. If I don't make it down in time. I will. But that also leads to my excitement is that you're coming. Sure. For a couple of days. I'm so excited. Me too. I, it has been a minute. It has been a minute since I've been back down. So this was not a, an originally scheduled trip, but it was a added necessity, and I'm not mad about it. I mean, I know your bank account won't love it, nor the mileage on your car, but I'm excited. I mean, hey, it is all good. It is all good. I'm happy to have it happen. I have gotten through this, I think. <laughs> For what it's worth. I think I literally just finished, but I like need to make sure that I'm not an idiot. I need to count to make sure that the number of games is correct. Okay. You keep um, counting. Yeah. But we finally got some clarification on some fun things that we get to do soon that soon we'll be able to tell people. And I'm very excited about that as well. I love being vague. It's my favorite thing. I don't love when people are vague with me, but I love to be vague. Yeah, um, you, don't, you don't do people being vague to you well at all. No, I don't. Um, it's one of my major character flaws. And, oh, I Mania purchased, like, three dresses from Shein the other day. And I'm excited to see if they're pieces of crap or if... They're actually okay, and I can wear them out in the world. Because they were cheap. And I know there's bad things about fast fashion and all that sort of stuff, but I'm poor. And plus-size clothes are expensive. And I don't know why I'm rationalizing it to anyone, but I did it. And I'm excited, because if the one looks good, I'm wearing it to our friend Steven's wedding. Because I have shoes that would match it exactly. Yeah, I, it's a pretty... It, is, which one is it? The blue one. The blue one? I really like mm. the blue one. The blue one was really good. Um, I don't know what color... 
I don't know what color I'm in for that. I also don't know what their colors are because their invitation is like just pretty standard. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. And I also I, need to check. I need to RSPP. I haven't done that yet. Because I have to buy my suit for that one. And that one, it's like going to be the same as everybody else's. So I don't know. I don't know what it looks like. Get a good suit out of it. That's nice. Because let's be honest. Let's talk about this. I actually like think that that's better than having to rent one because like it's probably going to be like 100 to 200 dollars more but like when you are spending 250 dollars to rent a tuxedo <laughs> it's like girl that's like at least when buying the suit you can make sure it fits you like you're not having to worry about like you know your shirt being the sleeves being too short or like mm -hmm. you know all that it's sort perfect. of stuff or having to return it the next day and whatnot. I think nowadays, just like if you want, if you want things to look clean, like that's the best way to go about it because things can be fitted and tailored and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Well, and also sometimes I feel like tux, tuxes are like kind of gaudy. It depends on the tux. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like, and so like if they didn't have what they needed in stock, like I absolutely would be like, yep. Like, here's sorry you're spending an extra hundred dollars but here's a really nice suit that you get to keep like yeah 100 take that every time is it just a like standard suit like jacket pants yeah. shirt tie no vest i don't think okay i don't always love vests it depends on what the vest is made out of i agree i agree like if a vest is shiny i'm not into it here's my thing if you're giving me another piece of clothing to wear that could have bust at the seams like that's a no-go like i like as few buttons as humanly possible please like as few things that are going to separate when i sit down as possible thank you it's also just going to be hot like it's fucking june I early mid-june so what's your per wait we've never talked about this this is a fun little question what's hmm. like your perfect season for a wedding like when what season would you want to get married in fall fall me too 100 mm -hmm. fall and I like it don't too wet in the spring. It's I sweat a lot just as a per just Me existing. Too. Yeah. And so sure. I can't get married in the summer. Um, and I hate winter with all of my heart and soul. Yeah. So it's I'm a fall wedding gal. Yeah, I think dear future am... husband. We're I... getting married in the fall. Yeah, there you go. Um, same also the fall because I, and I feel like nothing really like November means nothing to me. Like there's nothing really in it that is like symbolic at this point in my life other than Thanksgiving for the food. Um, so to me, I feel like a November wedding, like a very early November wedding. Yeah, that could get that could get risky in an election year, though. I got to be honest, because if shit goes <laughs> south, I could be bummed. Like, that's true. You have to get married in a non-election year. It's gonna have to be like an odd-numbered year for sure, for sure. Like, no risking it. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. I wouldn't necessarily do like a fall. I mean, I would try to coordinate because obviously outdoor photos, but like, um. I wouldn't necessarily do like fall colors or decorations. I think that's okay. 
It doesn't help that I'm in that era of my life where like everything rustic is like my thing. And so I think naturally my colors would be fall-like, but that's just because I feel like my current color palette and soul is fall-like. I just also know because I've had this vision since I was a child that whatever, wherever my reception is, whether it be indoor or outdoor, it, and I'm sure people are like, that's so cheesy. I have to have like, just a million twinkly lights. Yeah. Like, I just have to. Do you want a little sparkler, like, run through at the end of your wedding? I mean, ideally, yes. Um, also, but, like, you I, know, know I would even love, like, if the dance floor had, like, just a bunch of, like, drop lights. Oh, yeah. And honestly, I would be okay not doing the sparklers, if I could, and I know it's kind of bad for the environment, so I'm sorry, environmental humans. Yeah, you're like fast fashion. <laughs> but like, I love paper lanterns. Yeah. Like, I've always wanted to go to one of those events where like a ton of people gather and like set off the paper lanterns. I think they're so magical. It's my favorite part about Tangled. It's just... Yeah, that's a fun scene. I just love twinkly lights and paper lanterns. I'm sure we're not far, if it doesn't already exist, I'm sure we're not far away from, like, biodegradable paper lanterns. Well, there are some that you can get that don't have, like, metal inside of them. So it's... Because yeah. the, the thing that's the issue is the whatever holds them, like, up and together. Right. Um, it's not the paper. Um but I'm sure in the million years it's going to take me to get married, um, they'll come up with something. Or there'll be enough AI in the world that you'll just be able to pay money and they'll just project them into the sky. Listen, whatever works, as long as the illusion is the same, I'm cool with it. And my, like, frozen head on my Android body... Because I it didn't work out for me in life number one. You're ridiculous. You're ridiculous. All I have to say is that I'm really glad that we don't like record our whole episode like with video and like put that in the world because Laura and I were just demolishing the shit out of our eyes together at like <laughs> like three minutes. Like we were just going ham on our eyeball. Like I don't know if yours are still in place, but like we were both just going ham. It's that time of year. We're just like fucking. My allergies off. are killing me. Like no, I know. I can already my feel like the corner. My of cough my has eye. returned and it's driving me nuts. Yeah. So if, if ever I'm going on a ramble, it's because Laura is currently like choking up a lung. And so Well, yeah, because it's the kind of cough that when it gets initiated or agitated that I have to cough so hard to the point it sounds like I'm A, dying or B, that I'm throwing up. Like, I had to do it at work today but I had to close my office door and then like basically do it <laughs> basically leaned so it was like facing the underside of my desk so that the least amount of people would hear me doing it because I it it sounds terrible. Like my neighbors are on vacation right now and I've never been so grateful. You said thank God they don't have to call 911. They would be worried. Exactly. I don't want to scare their small child. 
here. Ridiculous. And, uh, oh, I was about to just like not let you do it. How are you doing? I'm pretty okay. We can keep going. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so no, I just I'm... rambled on for like 14 years about my ridiculous life and you're not, you're just not going to say anything. No, I will. I will. I am doing pretty well. I things are, I mean, I'm excited to be coming down there. Like that's fun. By the time this episode's out, I should already be on my way. So that's really good. Uh, and then it's just going to be nice to, you know, this is going to be my last Blue Jackets game of the year. And so it's going to be nice to like have that little celebration and, and do some fun stuff for the show. But then also like they've got the like little fan plaza happening again. And, and so that stuff is all just going to be good. I'm excited for it. And work is going well. Like this week has been a lot slower for me. So I'm like not feeling like I'm losing my mind, which is a journey. I spent, I think like $170 at Costco. I can't remember if we talked about this on the show or not. Um, you did mention it. Yeah, Have you so, successfully not bought lunch or dinner? No. Hey, the I said breakfast or lunch. <laughs> That's true. Sorry. My um, bad. And the only reason I say that is because we did, as a staff, we went to, to dinner last night for, we had a program that uh, one of my good friends puts on and we like went and got uh, margaritas and, um, and, and food together. And so that was fun, but I also used that for my lunch today because it was so much food. Like I had way too much. And plus like the margarita, we got like bamboozled into getting one of those tower margaritas. It was five of us and that was a hundred ounces. I thought you were about ready to say it was a hundred dollars. No, 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 no. It was $47. It was like a good deal, Loki. And so we did that and it was really good. But yeah, and and like like I said, work has been slow. I think I said it last time, but like we hired a human for the job that I was hiring for. And so that feels really good because now there will be two of me doing my job, which ah, God, I'm gonna like have free time. And things and a little bit of a little bit of mental health. So that'll be wild. And so I just can't wait until their background check clears so I can like talk to people about it. <laughs> like need that to happen. Oh god, I hope they haven't committed any crimes in the recent memory. You know what's really fun? Um is in my job when I'm giving these presentations how hard I have to hammer home FERPA to people mm-hmm. where I'm literally like, no, the words that are coming out of my mouth are like very stern. I do not want to get sued. So <laughs> you are going to abide by this. Correct. Speaking of Higher FERPA. is crazy. Correct. Speaking of FERPA, <laughs> I thought that maybe if Pashi was there, <laughs> we were going to be able to bamboozle her onto the show that we could just like, talk shit about our job. (laughs) She would have loved that. No, I know she would have. She would have been very much into that. She would have definitely not cared about any sort of protection under federal law. Well, I told you that she, I had to find out through um, this portal thing that I use at work that she was actually speaking for an event for Columbus State. And I was like, girl, were you not going to tell me? And she was like, I honestly forgot. So thank you for the reminder. So I am so inspired by the fact that she can be such a badass and forget about it all at the same time. 
And she was definitely like, she has no shame. And this is something I love about her. She was definitely just like answering emails and doing stuff while this presentation was going on. And then just like listened for her name. Was she really? She's like, she's like, I got shit to do. <laughs> she is unlike any other person I know. She's also going to have the most beautiful wedding. I know. My standards for my future wedding are going to go up as a result of going to Poshy's wedding. I I need to find a dress. I won't talk about the dress that I love that will probably not be coming back in stock. Because it's just going to make me sad. Yeah, we need to avoid that conversation at all costs because you're right. That is going to be devastating if it doesn't go back in stock. Although I did have fun uh, looking at just ridiculous dresses because I sent that one to you last night. It's like basically it looks like it came straight out of like a Taylor Swift music video. And it's because I'm supposed to wear green to this wedding for if I haven't already mentioned it on the show. But everyone that's coming to her wedding has to wear all black except for a, like a specific group of people that she selected that will be wearing green. And so I have to wear green. And so not only is it kind of hard to find green, I, again, and plus size and things don't look good or are just, it's a hard time. And <laughs> so I was just looking at crazy dresses and yeah, it's like a sagey moss green. It's like all tulle and has flowers all over it. And I was like, do you think this is too much for Pashi's wedding? <laughs> and you were like, I love it, but yes. Yeah, aren't you <laughs> proud of me? Aren't you proud of me for being honest? I like. I am. I was never gonna actually buy it because, first of all, all those layers would be so fucking hot yeah, in Texas, yeah, and I'm already gonna sweat in whatever dress I wear. But like, I'd rather not add to my uncomfortability. So that's fair. All right, so. This is minute 22 of the show. And we haven't really fucking talked about the Columbus Blue Jackets, which is probably a shade of false advertising giving our name. But um, I, I can transition us into having that conversation about the Columbus Blue Jackets by telling you that there have been 16 games on days that we have recorded. How many of those games do you think they have won out of 16? Two. No, it's four. They have won four oh. games. They're, they're four, ten, and two. On, on nights that we record. So uh, this is one of those nights where they uh, got that middle number up to double digits because uh, they they certainly <laughs> they certainly put one in the L column tonight, like we talked about at the start of the show, just absolutely deflating. And really, we'll talk a little bit about the game in Toronto because of, of Jack Greaves' debut, but um, really the only thing I have to say about this game against the Devils was that Yonaloto scored his first NHL goal, which was cool. Um, the other blue jacket from Tampa Bay, Finland. And so kudos to him. Uh, Kipis, cheers. Paliononia, uh, which I think means congratulations, or it might mean good luck. I actually think Onya might just be congratulations. Um, so all of those things to to Yonaloto for for that performance, the, the only highlight of that game. Yeah, and that's uh, basically we'll, all we'll say. We don't have to play New Jersey again until next year, and our I'm God is <laughs> an awesome God he raised. Good luck to those fuckers in the playoffs. Fuck those uh, guys in the playoffs. 
So that's really all, all we have to say. Oh, also in that um, Johnny Gaudreau, he's not hurt. It was an illness. So Hope he's who, knows what, who knows what that means? Um, I know Lars isn't quite as like loose-lipped as Torts was when it came to players being sick. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully he's fine. Here's here's hoping, no doubt, no doubt. But, um, but yeah, Jack Reeves. Yeah, he finally. I mean, he's been called up a couple of times to like be, play backup, um, but he's never actually played his uh, in the NHL. So, Jack got to make his official debut in his hometown of Toronto, Canada, on Tuesday, and even though we lost. Um, and it wasn't a terrible loss. We lost 4-2. We had it at 3-2 for a while, and then they got an empty net goal when we eventually pulled Jet to try and tie things up. But he has the new record for the most saves by a Blue Jackets goalie in their debut. And I think we're people are going to be hard-pressed to beat him at this for a while because he stopped... 46 of 49 shots in his debut against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And his first stop was against none other than the person I really dislike, Austin Matthews. Correct. Yeah, I mean, cool, cool moment for him. And there is like a photo of of a kid that was holding a banner up at the glass that, um, you know, said the whole like, you know, kid from Paris, Ontario, and like the whole NHL. I, I think it was the NHL account. Was the NHL account tweeted something about being mm-hmm. home, or was that? Yeah. So I mean, that's cool to be able to make your debut at a place like that. And I mean, it kind of like, kind of harkens back a little bit to to the debut of of Matisse Kivlinix in the sense of like it's like such a awe inspiring place to make a debut in the NHL. Mm-hmm. It's like in Toronto, especially when you're a hometown kid you know, in Austin Matthews is your first save. I mean, it's like kind of picture book. Right. And, and so unfortunately it doesn't come with a win, but you know, it's still at the end of the day ends up being a, um, being a really cool moment for him. And, and I think he, I mean, I think he like kind of showed us that like he could potentially be somebody that could play in the NHL. You know, I think we've seen it for so long, like Jack Reeves, Jack Reeves, Jack Reeves, you know, backing up whoever, right? But, you know, it's nice to see him get a chance to play finally. You know, Cleveland hasn't had the season that they want to. And, you know, him getting a chance to come to Columbus, I'm sure that's the highlight of his season. And he's a cool guy. Like, he, like, was somebody that we got a chance to talk to a little bit at Traverse City. And I really enjoyed chatting with him. He was he was a good time. And so, um I have to tell you, Laura, you know, we've got Jack Greaves is a good time and him making his debut is a good time, but uh, making huge, huge bets and making a ton of money on DraftKings is an even better time. And especially this time of year when the sun is coming out again and we're finally, we're finally playing golf again and the Masters is back and, and folks, that's exactly what DraftKings has to offer you all this week because from T to green, the best place to go to get in on all the action happening on the links is DraftKings Sportsbook. 
This week, new customers will receive an odds boost to add plus 1,000 to any pre-tournament wager up to $10 on any golfer to win. So, for example, if you're a new customer and you see a golfer to win um, the tournament at plus 1,000 odds, DraftKings will boost that golfer at plus 2,000 odds for your shot at a bigger payout. So, I mean, these boosts, these boosts are going crazy out here. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odds boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day before the tournament starts to see what they have in store. I mean, listen, the Masters, it it speaks for itself. I shouldn't have to tell you that you need to get in on DraftKings to be able to, to get excited about this one. So you're going to want to check it out all, all golf season long. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook is the place to go. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and boost your odds during this weekend's tournament. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. Four six seven three six nine in Kansas. Call one 4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. Twenty one plus in eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. When Thank you for so brilliantly adding in our ad read so that I could um, literally hack portions of my lung up. Um, momentarily but just to sort of it was i'm genuinely applauding you um but no just to sort of wrap things up about jet is dave metzold get got the opportunity to speak with his parents because obviously they were there so much of his family and his friends were able to thankfully last minute come and be there for his uh debut but something that his mom said was just like it just brings her so much joy to watch him be able to um, reach his dreams. And that's just, that's just so sweet. And I mean, he Jet is only 22 years old. Like he is a very young goaltender in this league. And, you know, he, he definitely, like Jeremy said, showed us, showed us some sparks of some potential. Like, I'm not going to say that he's going to jump into a position, you know, immediately, but you know, the potential is there. And as we all know, our goaltending situation is a continuous roller coaster. So who knows? But I was excited for him. And I think so many, you know, people in the fifth line were just excited. And that's one of the silver linings of this terrible season is we've gotten to see so many people in the pipeline. I think they said he's the 44th person um or player this season to wear the blue jackets uniform so just that's a lot of humans um i think i think it's montreal that might have more but it's only by like two it's like they have 46 something like that but so yeah so congratulations jet i'm sorry we couldn't get the win for you but you did great, buddy. And hopefully this is just, you know, a, a look into your future um, 
in our franchise. So good job. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Uh, so <laughs> this is another one of those episodes where we, <laughs> we talk about the blue jackets for 10 minutes. We started talking about them at the 22 minute mark and at the 32 minute mark, we're going to, we're going to shift <laughs> away <laughs> from them again. <laughs> And I don't really know what else to say about that other than the fact that it kind of just is what it is. Laura and I do this thing every time that we go to record anymore where we're like, what are we going to talk about? Because <laughs> the hockey is well, here. We're hoping that you like us enough that you like you want to listen to like the other shit that we have to say. That's true. And I can say that at least at this point, we know that we may be doing another episode today that is, you know, one third blue jacket stuff but we're gonna have a lot of content to give them soon Mm -hmm. that is blue jacket stuff so if you bear with us and deal with some of our like more loosey-goosey episodes you're about to get a lot of good blue jackets content Correct. But until you get good Blue Jackets content, you're getting good <laughs> Jeremy and Laura shitposting content because uh, we weren't wrong last week. <laughs> the the snack bitch stuff that we do on episodes from time to time was posted today on Thursday. So like we, we are going to do a couple of these. Uh, there aren't that many, but I wanted to do one specifically. Like I don't think you've looked through them yet. I, I so I'm, I'm taking the lead on this because you've got the next one, but there's one on here that like is funny based on blue jackets context. Oh, I know. I know. All right. So you ready to get this one going? Yes. Um, I hate cereal with marshmallows. Oh, so this is a, a kind of a funny thing and probably points to trauma. But um, as a kid, I was not allowed to have sugary cereals, except for on St. Patrick's Day, where we were allowed to have one bowl of Lucky Charms, and then my mom would throw the rest of the box away. So actually, I agree with this. I don't like cereals with marshmallows. Wow. Wow. I have to tell you that I'm not sure what that is going to sound like on this recording, because when I said that word, um, I hate blank with marshmallows, there's a little automated woman on my iMac that decided that she had something to say. Oh, I didn't hear anything. Okay, good. Because, she, well, like, and you like froze for a second, but I think we'll be fine. It was weird. <laughs> you know what I'm referring to. I just can't say it because then it'll go off again. Yeah. Um you can say Yeah, it, no, I didn't I'm sorry, don't sound crazy. Oh, your Siri came on. Yeah, correct. Because of the breakfast food. Yes. Um, but no, I didn't hear anything, so uh, I'm sure it's fine. You're doing great. So um, we all know my cereal trauma. How do you feel about cereals with marshmallows? No, I feel positively. I, I don't have anything bad to say about it. I I don't like there's a certain point of no return for them, like in the milk, like if it gets too soggy, but generally speaking, like especially like right at first where it's just barely like wet, like yeah, no, 100%. Love a good marshmallow and a cereal. Um, this one, I don't know where you're gonna go with this. Uh, chocolate isn't that good as it used to be. 
Also, whoever submitted this uh, needs to work on their grammar because I promise I didn't mess that up. <laughs> uh, chocolate isn't as good as it used to be. Well, I will say um, American chocolate is not very good. Like, and that's like a, a well-known thing is that American made chocolate is not very good. Um, I have made you at one point buy me chocolate in Canada because yeah. Canadian chocolate is really good. And um, also European chocolate. I should have had you bring me some when you were over um, across the pond. But God, I know I sometimes think about ordering some from there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I would probably agree. I, I mean, I still eat chocolate from time to time here, but it's just, it's just the, the truth that American chocolate is not as good. It has more of a, or I would say American standard chocolate, like, you know, things that's on our candy bars and our basic things like that. Obviously you can get higher grades if you want to pay extra money for it, but yeah, it has more of a waxy consistency, whereas other countries and continents don't have that in there. If you really want to see the difference, eat an American Kit Kat versus a Canadian Kit Kat. Right. Because Canadian Kit Kats will change your life. They will. They will. They're I agree. So I don't, good. I don't think chocolate's very good in America. Like, it's just not good. Uh I mean, like, I'll eat it, <laughs> but, like, having had, um, oh, God, oh, God, what is it called? It was so good. It begins with an F. Fotzer. Um, Fotzer mm. chocolates. So good. And in Finland, highly recommend. Highly recommend that to anybody who, um, whoever goes to Finland. And to our Finnish listeners, they know. I don't I'm like that's like me telling an American. Have you ever heard of Hershey? Like it's like the like popular <laughs> um, stovetop stuffing should be eaten year round. Agree. I love stovetop stuffing. One hundred percent. You're telling me soaked bread, like soaked in butter and chicken broth bread, shouldn't be served year round. Fuck off. First of all, it's already like perfectly mixed and seasoned in that yeah. packet. It takes five minutes. It makes you feel nostalgic and it's delicious. Sure so, yeah. Is. Snaps all, right. all around. Stovetop stuffing. You ready for the Jeff Savota shout out? Oh, God. Yeah. Eat the kiwi peel too. Don't cut it off. That's not only Jeff, that is our dear and wonderful friend Danny, who also eats the kiwi skin. It's also your co-host of the Subjectively Speaking podcast. You eat kiwi skin? I not in this life, not anymore. I not in this life. What? No, it. I did in high school, like because I, they used to have kiwi at the cafeteria, and I would get it every now and again. And instead of like peeling the skin off of it because it was a pain in the ass to do it, I would just eat the skin. It's really not bad. Like it like it is not anywhere near as dramatic as I think people think it is. Like it is it is fine. I'm okay. <laughs> to me it's kind of like a hybrid of a peach's skin and an mm. apple skin. It's like that consistency. Mm. 
then the inside is very mushy because the uh, kiwi is is really soft. But but yeah, I honestly, it's not that bad. I like honestly would probably continue to do that. This is one, the next one, I want it so bad right now for reasons that I won't say on air. And I know that you'll also want them mm-hmm. tomorrow for reasons that we can't say on air. Hot Cheetos with cream cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Right? Uh-huh. Well, I've told you about the snack that me, Casey, and Brittany used to eat in high school, right? Yes, but I, yeah, remind me, though, and, like, let the, 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 the specifically the jalapeno Cheetos with um, queso, essentially. Huh. That was, like, our thing after football games, which is terrible, but. No, I love it. No, I would definitely eat a hot Cheeto with cream cheese. Like with with pleasure. I'm not convinced that I have it in life. I think there's like probably 17 dips on Pinterest that tell you to make with hot Cheeto dust and cream cheese. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Okay. I'm worried about this for us, but I think we're going to be on the same page because of our Italian roots. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on ketchup on pizza? Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay, great. And this is coming from someone who likes ketchup. Like I'm a ketchup ketchup. girly. Yeah, I'm not like a ketchup girly. Um, no, that's a travesty. I and like it's not far away from like one of our comfort pizzas, which like includes barbecue sauce on a pizza, but like it is still different to me. Yeah, because the thing is, is like if you put ketchup on a pizza and baked it like that, (laughs) it would turn into the consistency. Of how it bakes when you put it on meatloaf. And like, I just, I like that on meatloaf. I do not like that on pizza. Yeah, that couldn't be me. So, do you want to tell the people what our comfort pizza is that doesn't exist anymore? Well, I mean, it exists when we make it. It just costs fucking extra. So, Laura and I lived in close proximity to each other in the years that the Blue Jackets were actually winning hockey games. And so at the time, Papa and John's... And when the, their yeah, yeah. pizza sponsor was Papa John's. Yeah, Papa John's was their primary pizza sponsor. And so anytime the Blue Jackets scored two goals, you would get 50% off pizzas. And working in residence life and having late nights and late weekends at times, like having to be on duty every night until 12, but then also like on weekends, like it was like a two and five chance that one of us was going to be one of the people on duty. And so like we would just hang out. And so we ate a lot of Papa John's, but specifically the comfort pizza that Laura is referring to was a, um, I don't even know what the hell they called it to be honest with you, but it was, yeah, it was called something special. Yeah. But I, can't. I don't remember something. What I don't know why Western like sticks in my brain for some reason, but I don't think that's right either. It was, um, Oh God, I'm worried that I'm going to fuck this up. Was there chicken on it? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So I'm on the right track. Basically, mm-hmm. it was a barbecue chicken pizza, but it also had um, like jalapenos and bacon and onions. red onions. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so good. So good, y'all. I can't even tell y'all. And sometimes, like, let me tell you something about a Papa John's jalapeno. Them bitches hit. They hard. are very hot. <laughs> They're hot. Yeah, they were so, so spicy. I remember that like crazy. 
and you would just like eat a breadstick and hope for the best. <laughs> wow, I miss that. We should maybe we should order Aww. that tomorrow night. We should. There's a Papa John's in Newark. Yeah, let's do that. Um, okay. Nah, I bet ranch and spaghetti tastes good. Well, the only reason I'm willing to hear this person out is because sometimes I will put a, a drizzle of ranch on my Jets pizza and that red sauce and ranch combination isn't bad. So that's the only reason why I'm like, maybe. Well, the, my argument is that the term spaghetti yeah, are they just makes it sound weird, but because there are ranch pasta salads. Yeah. So it it technically, if you were to replace, and also hot, like I don't think if the pasta was hot, ranch would work. But obviously, if it's cold, in a different shape, because I think it's weird if pasta salad pasta salad is made with spaghetti, um, then it works. So I guess contextually speaking, not hot and not spaghetti, sure. A lot of stipulations there. I would try it. I would try it's it. Al- every- it's almost pasta salad season. It's so close. Okay, last one. Pancakes and frosting. I mean, sugar carb overload. My niece would freaking love it. She'd cover it in sprinkles. But yeah. I mean, frosting technically is no different than you putting syrup on your pancakes. Yeah. It's just two different kinds of sugar. No, I mean it's not bad. I, I could I could see it, especially like a pancake with like a chocolate frosting. Yeah. It's no different than like people doing Nutella on pancakes. Or like even just crepes in general, which are thin pancakes filled with things. Right. So uh-huh. live so your truth. Unpopular food opinions. That was fun. Yeah, those are good. Those are a good one. I like They're when not... you lead it. That was really kind. I yeah, that's the first time I've done it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Felt like I was gatekeeping something. I love when I can do that. <laughs> um well let me not gatekeep your idea. You had a fun little idea <laughs> that when I read it at first, I like was like, is is a bitch serious? And then I was like, no, but this could work. <laughs> so Jeremy likes to text me before all of our episodes and go, what are we going to talk about? And particularly tonight when you're coming off of a just horrendous loss, um, you know, I was sort of, (laughs) and I had said earlier in the evening, I was like, I'm not having fun anymore. Um, I was kidding. I love the blue jackets, but an eight to one loss is hard. But I just responded back to his, what are we going to talk about tonight? With, well, we could read each other's horoscopes. <laughs> Thinking that he would definitely not take me seriously. And no, he I said, did. girl, what? And then he said, no, wait, I think I kind of love that. Yeah, so, I did go through both things there. You did. You had a real journey of coming to terms with this idea. I did. I did. But when I came to terms with the idea, I was like, Laura, have you ever downloaded the app CoStar? And she had not. She had never done that. She had never gone through that phase. I can't believe that. I feel like everybody has gone through a CoStar phase. Uh, but here we are in our first CoStar phase uh, for Laura and my like third at this point. 
And we're going to talk a little bit about all of that for us because this is always fun to like read these and like feel like seen, even though sometimes they're like overly vague and you're like, this is literally like BS, but I don't know. Are you a horoscope girly? Like, are you like a Zodiac? Like, do you like subscribe? Is that like your thing or is this just like, Oh, I like my horoscope. I think I am the poster child for a Pisces. I don't really like know. Cause you know how they say that you like technically have like three Zodiacs where it's like, you're a something rising or whatever. Um, I don't know any of that stuff. Well, you do but, now. like I do now. Um, but I definitely I like fully identify with Pisces. Like I am very much so a water sign. Um, when I was growing up and magazines were way more popular than they are now, like I one of the first things I would do was flip to the back of it of any teen magazine and find my horoscope. I would find them in the newspaper. Yes, this is dating me. Um, but yeah, and I like, I don't not believe in them, but like, I believe in them. Yeah, they're kind of like, like fortune make, cookies. I take what I want from them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as long as, like, as long as it's positive, I'm fine with it. And if it's negative, I just say it's a fucking horoscope. So like, whatever. Um, but yeah, let's do this. Let's dive into it. Well, I took the liberty of we added each other as friends. And I don't know if you've looked at our compatibilities, but I figured I should look at it first. So that way you didn't get stressed out about it. Because <laughs> I feel like you would put a lot of weight into it. Oh, so God. I'll let you all know some of our comp- so our good compatibilities are basic identities, moods and emotions, and senses of responsibility. I think you'll find that a handful of our not compatibles make sense for us. Um, <laughs> I just read them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so those two are love and pleasure and sex and aggression. Those are just not areas that Laura and I are compatible in. And uh, as if there wasn't already a list of that you know, situation for us of things that make that not compatible. Here are two more, I guess, <laughs> or I guess the horoscope is, is, you know, another one, but, um, but yeah. So then the other two, which I don't know that I agree with. Um, I definitely don't know that I agree with philosophies of life. I don't agree with that for us. And yeah, maybe I don't either. And maybe intellect and communication, but only because sometimes the ways we communicate are totally different. And I think we think that when the other one doesn't do it, it's like, communicating something in and of itself yeah i think you're being very communicators yeah i think you're being very gracious in saying that when really you're talking about all the times that like i don't interpret your communication properly it's really just been like the last week (laughs) and then i get all like in my feelings and it's just it hasn't been just this past week. I do it fairly regularly. No, with but this you. week you've done it like two or three times where like the last one I was just like, shut up. <laughs> 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 it was about us uh, hopping on somebody else's show and she like sent me the thing and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting or something like that, something to that effect. And you replied, we don't have to do it if you don't want to. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> You also said, I said something 
Oh God, you said something else too. And I interpreted it in such a way. And you were like, what is wrong with you? I literally think I like cussed at you. <laughs> I think I was aggressive in my response to that because there definitely was something recently and it was just like, huh? Yeah. Like, what, so what he, he was being very gracious and saying that, um, that he has anything to do with our communication issues. I mean, he is a terrible communicator sometimes. Like yeah, that is also the issue. So like maybe he can take some blame in this area, but yeah, 100%. The philosophies of life I really don't agree with because I don't think that we have drastically different philosophies on life. That's fair. I would say I would say the same. But I mean, everything else makes sense no correct correct but nevertheless there are some other fun things in here that we can chat about there's a the front page has a little section that like is so meta and i don't understand half of the time what it means but there's like a little message it's like today through so mine says today through april 30th so through the rest of the month laura do you know are, are you there on that for yep. you? okay mm -hmm. cool because you're next um Mine says, today you feel torn between your goals and any distraction. It's good to press the gas if that's what you need. Just make sure you're not doing that thing where you take shortcuts and then tell yourself that you have to do everything yourself. The more grueling the struggle, the more spectacular the triumph. Ow. Um, see, like, just oddly enough vague to where, like, I can relate to it and anybody can. Um, but the do, so blank paper ask for help lunch oh another thing i'm not great at um don't imposter syndrome eavesdropping or white out like the process of whiting something out or yeah I, that's how i'm taking it like of like okay covering up a mistake Gotcha. So, how about you? <laughs> so, mine says today through May 2nd, so a little bit longer than yours. Worse. And it says, are you ready to tolerate tedious but necessary routines? Uh-oh. <laughs> and then it says, today your attention is sharp. Not so much. Oh, kind of. Today, your attention is sharp. You complete every task you start and come up with creative ways of overcoming roadblocks. Make a list of everything you've been meaning to get done, but haven't yet. I am a list person, so this is natural. So my dues are acknowledgments, planning ahead, and hat tricks. Ha <laughs> that's cute. Look at that. That is cute. Um, and then my don'ts are dares, stretch thin, and stoop low. I like that. Do you think that if there's a hat trick on Saturday, I'm going to lose it? <laughs> well, there's only four more opportunities for it to be a Blue Jackets related hat trick. So. Wow, wait. God, I hate this season so much and how much of an emotionally abusive relationship I'm in with the Columbus Blue Jackets because you just said that and I got sad. <laughs> like I was like, wait, aw. 
Yeah, because it's a long time till September. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. But it's also felt like a long time till April. Um, uh, anywho, that is true. uh, what else is in here? Anything else fun? Um, if you go to your daily updates. Oh yeah, yeah. You get a little thing. And mine says, you're in a great place to make some new and different choices. Old habits may feel attractive, but they won't serve you. It's your turn. This month, you are ready to develop your tolerance for tedious but necessary routines. This is a commendable move for someone who doesn't always know what is appropriate and what isn't. Take advantage of how um, lucid your vision has been lately. It's good times to analyze things carefully. Your main challenge right now is to manage tensions between your frustration and your creativity. You keep seeking out the same pattern that worked on a loop in your family home. Oh, we didn't need to go that far. <laughs> What's next? What does it say? Um, it was, <laughs> I, it just was, yeah, it was like, you're just you're trying to recreate something that worked well. Um, but then it says my power is magnetism. So <laughs> your Venus is in Capricorn. Again, I don't know my like side signs or whatever, which Not means that you it's like a side chick. That's hilarious. <laughs> which means that you show love and affection by being open, dependable, honest, and deeply committed. That could not be more true. Could not be more true. This feels as reflexive as breathing right now. As you are magnetized by good times and pleasure, your heart is proud as a barb. Huh. Fun. So, yeah. I love that. Um, mine says, today you're focused on what's important to you. Value is not determined by anyone except for you. You'll see the payoff. This month you have to focus on how to stick things through when you're required to finish something. You don't have to punish yourself for asserting yourself, but you don't have to be intentional about it. Oh, but you do have to be intentional about it. I was like, that's terrible advice. Um, do what you say you're going to do. Your main challenge right now is to put aside difficult decisions until your feelings are sorted out. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, the questions people ask reveal more about them than their answers. Answers are easy. Think about asking more, even though it takes more courage. And I have power and self-respect, uh, supernatural grace, which is interesting. Um, and creative flow. And I have trouble in social anxiety, feeling alienated, and stress. What? You stress? Never. Never. That was fun. Wow, that look at us know something about ourselves. If you want to add us as friends on here, we can yeah. plug our little leg real quick. Um, I... Oh, this is kind of a soft launch for my other thing that I'll be doing here soon that we've talked about on the show a little bit, which was potentially doing some speaking engagement outside of just work. Um, mine is at we can move mindsets. So go check that out. That's where you can find me. We can be friends. And mine is Laura Norman 
1224. There it is. There it is. Christmas Eve, if you will. Mm-hmm. But, Laura, is there anything else on your brain before we wrap this one up, before we bring this one back into the station, this hour and 10 minute long podcast that has approximately nine minutes and 13 seconds of Blue Jackets content? Yeah. Um, no, not really. I mean, like, we have four four games left, three of which are at home. So if you haven't taken an opportunity to see a game at home this season – or you want one more opportunity to see a game at home, you'll have three this Saturday against the Rangers, next Thursday against the Pens, and then lastly, next Friday against the Buffalo Sabres. So get it in while you can, because it's going to be a little bit before our beloved Blue Jackets are back on the ice. But... And it's fan appreciation or fifth line appreciation day on Saturday. So they're doing a bunch of stuff at the arena um, starting at five o'clock in the plaza. So take advantage of that if you want to. But other than that, I just thought it would be fun if I broke open one of the cookies while we were on here. Oh, yeah, please do. My stomach is growling, so this is not going to be great. They're so pretty. Here they are. Oatmeal chocolate chip. Look at that chocolate chip action. Not the sound effect. It does look lovely. There'll be some here for you tomorrow. Yeah, better. Rude as hell to eat it in front of me. That was an after show snack. <laughs> you better put that down. You better put that I put down. it down. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding with you. Absolutely. Please enjoy your cookie. Um, yeah, I mean, that. I think that's going to do it for this one. I mean, there's not much else going on in blue jackets world we'll have a lot of fun things i think in the next week so you'll definitely want to keep it locked and um you know that's really you know i can't think of a better way to wrap up this one than to throw out to laura to be able to tell y'all where you can find us you can follow us on social media um on twitter and instagram at subjectively pod you can follow us on facebook tiktok and youtube that's subjectively speaking, which, by the way, um, when's your unboxing video coming out? Girl, you you tell me when you think I've had time to edit that unboxing video. Remember when he said that this was a less busy week for him? Less busy doesn't mean not busy. <laughs> anyway, um, like I said, you can follow us on Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at Subjectively Speaking. We do have a beautiful website, subjectivelyspeaking.com. You can support us, your two favorite hockey podcasters, uh, by visiting our merch store, subjectivelymerch.com, and getting some sweet merch in exchange for supporting us. And then lastly, you can rate, review, and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on, particularly if you're on Apple Podcasts. Scroll on down, hit five stars. It is our favorite number, and we don't know how... These algorithms work, but we just know that all of your interactions, your likes, your comments, your subscriptions, um, just help us get noticed in the hockey podcast charts and help to bring more people to our lovely little community. But other than that, we just love and appreciate you all so much. That we do. And until we get the chance to talk to you all next time, please make sure that you take care of yourselves, take care of one another. And once again, I'll say it to wrap up the show. Cuss out your local politician. 
Uh, until we get the chance to chat with you all next time, take care, and we'll, we'll be with you soon. Bye.